For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. It's Monday the 31st of July. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Shadwicker here, joined of course by Shane Lee, who's had a busy weekend, the big fella. You had dad duties, then you had beer duties. It's all happening. I have, mate. I've had uh, kids sport pretty much the whole weekend. Watched my daughter, Abby, play a bit of rugby, I say, tackle rugby, and she scored three tries hey. after getting smashed. Oh. She got smashed early doors. Um, from the yeah, side right. and, uh, and got up and continued. It's a bit hard to watch you as a father, watching your daughter, yeah, get, yeah. daughter get belted. But um, but no, she's pretty tough. So she she scored three tries in the end. And um, yeah, I had a, a, went to a mate's place on Saturday night for a little barbecue and a few wines. So it's been a relaxing weekend, mate. Well, what's your uh, what's your daughter up to in the next few weeks for the Wallabies? I think they might need a little bit of extra help. Tell you what, we'll watch that on Saturday night. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we'll get we will get into that. Uh, also, got to talk a bit of the Ashes as well. The Women's World Cup. Geez, we're looking forward to tonight's game. Plus a bit of action going on in the netball also taking place. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a CellAid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your CellAid at CellAid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. Well, Shane, let's uh, start it off uh, with the Ashes. Um, look, it's all doom and gloom after uh, what took place last night. <laughs> what do you make of where Australia stands now? Well, we're standing pretty pretty good, actually. Uh, so England scored 283 first innings and 395. They, their tail wagged a bit. They probably got another 50-odd runs that last wicket. Um, not great. And Australia, in reply, was 295. And now we're none for 135 in the second inning. So, mate... Um, if there's no rain tomorrow, and the Poms are probably playing a dozen rain now, <laughs> um, once again, um, Australia needs 249 in 98 hours with 10 wickets in hand. So Warner... That's all right. Well, yeah, they're doing well. Warner's 58, not out, believe it or not. And Squaja's cruising, having a great series with 69, not out. Nice. Yeah, it's nice, mate. So the Aussies, um, it'd be nice for them to win this and, and, and win the series 3-1. Yeah, just to shut him up, you just know. Just to shut him right up. Piers yep. Morgan there in Lords, yep. running yep. his mouth on socials. So that's it, mate. Zip it, buddy. Fingers crossed, we can secure that one. Uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup, a lot of action over the uh, weekend. <laughs> mm. uh, the New Zealand women's side, their cup campaign. It's been an interesting one, actually. I mean, not as probably – I mean, ours has been very turbulent. I'm not going to lie. Yep. But uh, they, they got their first win. But now up against Switzerland, bit of trouble. A nil or draw now pushes them out of contention, uh, you That's would it. think, uh, now. So Norway and Switzerland are through with Group A. Unfortunate for one of the co-hosts. Could this – we're staring down the barrel right now of the host nations not making it past the pool stages, which is very sad indeed if that is the case. Australia yeah. is the last hope now. 
is the hope we play tonight. But, um, yeah, as you mentioned, Norway smashed the Philippines 6-0. Uh, Colombia. Colombia had a bit of an upset over Germany. Beat them 2-1 with a late goal. That was interesting. Yeah. The Colombians, Colombians stormed home. They were like double digits at one point in the betting odds, I'm pretty sure. So that <laughs> was quite an upset. They might have seen the team out the night before. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, look, it's a big match tonight for the, for the Aussie girls. Um, at 8 p.m., we take on Canada, who are the current Olympic champions. Mm-hmm. We, it's, a, it's pretty much a must win. We spoke about this last week, Shad. So yeah. You win and you're Sam in. we got Sam Kerr back. Yeah, we win, we're in. So um, that, that's the plan. Sam Kerr, she's been quite um, funny, actually, listening to her. She's been lighthearted around, you know, obviously hugely disappointed not to be playing the first two games of the World Cup, but she said, mm. who would have thought? She says, I've got the biggest calves in the world <laughs> and, and why did they decide to go on me just before one of the biggest times of my life? And um, But look, they're saying that she'll play tonight, but they're not saying in what capacity. Will she come off the bench late? I'd say she will. Mm. Um, or, or will she start? I don't know how bad it is. Well, my concern is just how weak we were to the counter-attack against Nigeria. And, you know, Canada played a tremendous uh, matchup against Ireland. For those that are looking for the mathematical chance, it's win and in. But if it's a draw, then there's like a possibility of us going through based Mm -hmm. on Republic of Ireland's uh, results against Nigeria. But you don't want to leave it to chance. You want the two wins and you want to be in. This is what we need done tonight. I think there'll be a lot of anxious Aussies watching. 8 p.m. I think kickoff is tonight. So correct. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be oh. great? If, wouldn't it be great? And we always talk about on this show that how Sam Kerr seems to find a winner late in the game. Mm-hmm. It's nil all against Olympic champions. We're, we're staring down a barrel of exiting as New Zealand has, and on comes Sam Kerr, far post header, bang in Australia through. That'd be magnificent. I loved it, but you've been putting the mocker on all the teams this past <laughs> week, and I wish you kept your don't get goddamn mouth shut. But anyway. Uh, yeah, we'll be hopeful there for the Matildas. Uh, the other Australian national side doing well in a World Cup is the Netball World Cup was taking place. Um, the Aussies uh, completed their first preliminary stage at the Netball World Cup, winning over Fiji. They also beat Tonga earlier in the week. I was keeping an eye on that. I saw that on the, on KO at one point. But, um, look, we're the best at netball. <laughs> well, we, we, we definitely are. Uh, we smashed the Fijians 101 to 32. But do you remember, Shad, um, back in the 90s and, and probably before, there used to be like a World Cup every sort of four years and <laughs> come around. Mm-hmm. There's a World Cup every week now in some sport. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> wrong, look, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, this is over in uh, in Cape Town. Um, and the Aussies, the second team to break the 100, the Jamaicans actually cracked the 100 the other day. But, uh, look, the Aussies have been very, very dominant so far, beating Zimbabwe. Um, Fiji uh, and yeah, and, and Tonga. Um, Tonga not, not not one of the greatest nations um, in netball. Hey, but, back uh, off, mate. That's my yeah. bloody. That's my yeah. country of birth. Yeah, it is. I know, mate. But they're, they're not great netballers. Well, yeah, fair enough. But we did beat Zimbabwe, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Get they, bring it, if they bring in tackle netball, they'd be, they'd be huge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we have to talk. An amazing day in the AFL, a bit of NRL, the Wobblies, and Mm. uh, boxing history was made. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. 
So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. I want to start off with some positive news here, Shano, when okay. we're talking AFL. Yes. I mean, are Carlton going to win the flag? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, this is huge. And um, there's a punter put a million dollars on Collingwood. He was so <laughs> short and he's dusted his cash. Um, but I tell you what, it was a great game. There was two fantastic games on the weekend. It was um, Melbourne and Richmond. But this mm. one, Carlton and Collingwood, was an absolute belter. Um, and, yeah, Collingwood, you thought... We're always going to win the match, or obviously I, I did. Um, but the the Carlton boys stood up. Charlie Kerno, um, Jack Martin, once again, very very good. And the Pies, very very poor in front of goal. It's probably good from Collingwood's perspective when, when you've been so dominant. It's good to have a, a sort of a a, a real speed hump t- towards as you're heading in towards the finals, just so you can reset, reevaluate, because you don't have the, the, the big F up um, in the semifinals or, or the key matches. I, you um, know what, I, I kind of agree, because you know when like teams go into a final series, I think about this in all sports, when yep. teams come into a final series and they're on the back of like a six or seven game winning streak. That's it. And you're like, you get nervous because you're like, yep. oh, the way sport works is you're due for a loss. That's right, that's right. You know? so and it's, then it's you good for a reset. Mm. Yeah, if you're a Carlton fan, you're probably like, all right, good, four games left uh, left in the season, and then you just like start ramping up the form again. Um, as for a Carlton fan, though, uh, you know, it was all mathematical doom and gloom for us in the uh, top eight. Now we're sitting in seventh, sitting alone actually in seventh position on 42 yeah. points, which I reckon is a good position to be in. You want to be too clear of whoever's below you. Obviously, mm. you'd rather be on 44, but like you've got a little bit of a buffer where you're sitting in the eight. Um, which gives you a bit of chance to hopefully stay in there. This is where their run home is. You tell me if we're going to make it into the top eight. St Kilda next, yep. Melbourne after that, then Gold Coast and GWS. Your chance, your real chance, particularly those mm. last two matches. Um, the, the other couple of games that uh, the Swans got up by two points, 101 to 99 over Essendon. Adelaide, um, the team that's yeah. really got the wobblies now is Port Adelaide. So Adelaide, the, the local derby down there, they flogged them 112 to 65. But the game for me, Shad, um, and I watched this whole match, it was an absolute cracker, Melbourne versus Richmond. And it's really interesting, Max Gorn is, is the ruckman. Um, they've had a, an, another guy um, almost playing like two ruckmans, uh, Melbourne this year, with Brody Grundy. He's it's his second club in two years. Mm. And he, he was out. And Max Gorn stepped up, and it's probably, they're saying, it was probably the best Ruckman's game, potentially of all time, the mm. way that he played. Um, he had 28 disposals, 22 of those were contested. He had 11 clearances, eight inside 50s, and he had 10 score involvements, which is wow. huge, huge for a Ruckman. And he just took the game that was in the balance, was, it was you know, 92 all there at one stage, and he just went, you know what? I'm the only ruckman in this game. I'm the best in the competition. I don't need Brady Grundy alongside me because he's out. And he took the ball with the horn by the horns and just dominated. It was awesome to watch. Yeah, unreal. Also, a quick mention as well. Another big upset from the weekend was Gold Coast beating yeah. the Lions. Yeah, like actually pumping the Lions. <sighs> Yep. which was crazy. Uh, let's turn our attention to Rugby League. Yep. Uh, look, Finns went down against the Bulldogs. I actually think the Finns were robbed I agree. in that game. That like yep. There were some really questionable calls that went in uh, that game that really piggybacked the Bulldogs when the Dolphins were on the run. That obstruction call, I think, was a bit 
farcical um, that robbed him of a try at one point there out wide. I mean, how you can be obstructed when you're four men in from the sideline yeah, and the, the ball's crazy. put down right next to the yep. post. I have no idea how you're obstructed there unless you can teleport out to the corner. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they were robbed a bit there by the Dolphins, but at the same time... They had a kick to win. They, they had a kick to win and they missed it. I, mm. I, I think, what's your like determination on this Dolphins team? I thought they'd make the eight just as an upset there. People thought they were going to be the spoon. There's no chance of that happening to them now. Um, this, well, the, this has been a success, I'd have been, to say. And Wayne Bennett said that. He said that no one expected us to win. He said we're, we're still potentially can make the, um, the top eight. They're currently sitting 13th with five games to go. So... Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think they will, but it has been a successful season. Absolutely. Um, and the way they've played, they've brought a lot of confidence to, you know, some of those guys that we all thought were has-beens um, have really stepped up and some young guys have really stepped up as well. So um, i tell you what, I'd rather be a Dolphin supporter right now than, than a Shark supporter. They were terrible against Penrith. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the uh, just a quick note on the Dolphins before we yep. talk about the one good thing from the Sharks' performance, but it's really only a... Um, you know, a result of a very poor game. Uh, the Dolphins, I read uh, just this week, uh, just earlier on the weekend, they uh, were two million dollars under the salary cap. So oh. what they've done, because you have to sell, you have to spend a lot of your cap. Yeah, like you, you have to spend it. They've actually um, front loaded some of the contracts. So uh-huh. some of the guys they've signed, they've shifted their money into this year. Yep. To take up some of that cap space that they've got, which means that they'll actually have a knock-on effect in cap space for the mm. next few years on some of these expiring contracts when usually in rugby league you see uh, contracts backloaded. Yeah, well, that's what Wayne Bennett's normally done in the past. Mm. He, le- so, he, he goes in and leaves, and leaves with huge debt yeah. towards the end. Yeah, but now it looks like this is kind of, you know, you've played a pretty decent season and now you look into next year and the year after, you're going to have some money spare. Yeah, that's good. That, you know, to probably, possibly purchase some players, but also more importantly, pay big money to guys that you find mm. um, instead of getting poached, which is interesting. Now, onto that Sharks game. Look, <laughs> Sharks are stuffed, dude. Yeah, they're They going. are done. They are 28-0 lost to the to Panthers who are – Far and away the premiership favourites. They are playing unbelievable footy and almost under the radar again, which is really kind of fascinating um, in a sense. I mean, they've gone through one of their hardest periods of the year and won pretty much every game, Mm. uh, missing Cleary and whatnot. Uh, But Cameron McInnes breaks an all-time record uh, of the amount of tackles in a game. The side loses 28-0, so you're a victim of poor football, but pretty good knock. 78 tackles he made. Yeah, listen, this for a stat. He was involved in 46% of all their tackles. <laughs> what, oh what the hell? Yeah, that's mental. What are the other blokes doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you be involved? Um, in, one in every two tackles you're involved in. So you, so you tackle someone, you get back. If they spread, I don't know how he can be involved in nearly half the tackles. It's an amazing effort. Well, that means, well, yeah, the first three tackles of every set, he's yeah. got a hand on someone. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, yep. Quickly uh, touching on the wobblies uh, that we oh, have to call in here. God. Eddie Jones, what a start to Eddie Jones's run as uh, the coach of the Wallabies. Is this the worst side ever? Who knows? I mean, I'm reading a lot about people saying, look, the first 35 was actually pretty decent. Um, and that's fine if we want to take a positive away for the first mm. 35 minutes against the All Blacks being good first, and then we lost. First 15. 
We lose another player yeah. to another Achilles injury, which is fascinating. What a cluster injury to have yeah. within the team. I ran some stats yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and feel free to message Afternoon Sport on Instagram if I got this wrong, but judging by my stats here, the Wallabies have won five of their past 20 matches since 2021. Okay. That is a 25% win rate. Yeah, it's not good. (laughs) Mate, I'm going to start a campaign. Bring back Michael Checker. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, to just get rid. Mate, well, he's doing all right with the permas. Uh, he is. <laughs> so, man, we've got a lot of we got an uphill battle. We got New Zealand again on the fifth of August. Then we got France on the twenty eighth, which are the World Cup favourites, I believe, um, and the hosts. Before we get into our group stages against Georgia, Fiji, and Wales, I tell you right now, Fiji could beat this Wallaby side. Yep. Yeah, mate. And, well, look, there's a chance yeah. we, we, we we will go to the World Cup without a win, second time round with Eddie Jones. Chance. I think it's a foregone conclusion. The next game yeah, against New yeah, Zealand's in yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's rough out there. Uh, a quick yeah. mention before we wrap up. We mentioned records breaking in the NRL. One's also broken in the boxing world. Terence Crawford made history, uh, being the first unified welterweight champion in the history of the four major belts. Ninth round uh, TKO over Errol Spence Jr. I know they take into account the whole fight when they call it. Mm-hmm. They go, okay, look, this is like you know a culmination of how the fight's been going. But I kind of looked at some of the replays of that fight with uh, when the TKO was called. Seemed a little bit early. You get that in boxing, don't you? If you don't keep your hands up long enough, they end up yeah. just... He, he, look, he, he put three good ones on him in that last... He's a southpaw and he put... You know, one cross, he hit him in the back of the head. <laughs> one in the back of the head, back <laughs> yeah. of the melon as well. When he when he had his head down, um, but yeah, he's very very dominant. That's forty and zero for him. Mate, do you reckon he could get the fifty? I mean, he's five years shy of when Mayweather retired at fifty and zero. Yeah, it's two wins a year for the next five years to do it at the same amount of time. It's mm. possible. possible, possible, mate. Yeah, possible. possible. Yeah. Well, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow, subscribe wherever you listen. But before we go, a big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors. Sell AEDs to the world's smallest defibrillator. No we'll catch you tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. At Gradability, we believe that every graduate should have the skills and opportunity to pursue the career of their choice. But sometimes we need help to bridge that gap. And that's where the Gradability Accelerator Plus program, or GAP program, comes in. The GAP program is designed to supplement your learning with real-life experience at one of our almost 12,000 host employers, giving you the vital experience needed to kickstart your professional career. Visit gradability.com.au for more information.